Every business has a brand, whether they know it or not. An effective brand is authentic, original, and consistent, and helps you engage with your ideal audience. Today, we want to talk to you about not just having a brand, but a successful brand. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. I am Bill from W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin from Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with The Spark Social. And together we make up the, the Marketing, Marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. So Justin. Well, that was just a creepy voice. I just was in my hello and it's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Sorry. It was just the way I, I don't know. Go ahead. Move on. So mm-hmm. we talk a lot about branding. Justin is our resident branding consultant. But today we want to talk about developing a successful and personal brand. Right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what is a personal brand, Justin. <coughs> well, I think most people, when they think of a brand, they think of a logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really more than that. I mean, the logo is definitely an important part. It's a visual cue. Mm-hmm. But... The way I define a brand is the total experience that your customers, your clients, your followers, or your fans have with you, your product, or your service. So it really takes in a lot of things. The logo is one of them, but it's also the imagery, the written content, you know, the voice of uh, the written content, as well as feedback, testimonials, and reviews. It's what your customers say about you. That's all part of your brand. Okay, so what's the difference between your brand and your personal brand? Well, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs, small business owners. Sure. So their business brand is not that distinguishable from their personality and who they are. Okay. You know, we're not talking about you know, huge companies. Mm -hmm. So a person developing a personal brand is something that I think a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs need to do in order to figure out who they are. And by extension, what their business is Mm -hmm. because they are the business. Sure. So, I mean, we can just say, you know, developing a brand or developing a personal brand, I think for our audience, it's probably close to the same. Yeah. I just wanted to see if there was a distinction between the two. Yeah. I mean, if we were, you know, if we were talking about, you know, 500 employee company, then yeah, we probably uh, have a different uh, podcast. But I think for the people that we're talking to it. Can I get a little more specific? Mm -hmm. So when I think of a personal brand, I think photographers often have a personal brand because it's you taking the pictures unless you're, you know, it's you behind the camera. I think that real estate agents often have a personal brand Mm -hmm. because restaurateurs, they're, Mm -hmm. they're dealing one-on-one with their clients. Um, A lot of sales reps now have a personal brand because you could be an agent for a large insurance company, but when you come across on social it's your personal brand, not yeah, the company. Sure. I mean, I, I know of a, um, a real estate agent who never, I, it, to this day, I'm still not quite sure who she's affiliated with as far as the real estate agency that she is, but I know her as a personal brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, it's almost, it's indistinguishable. I don't even know the difference between that personal brand and 
her actual brand brand, the company that she works for. Right. It is very like, I think the two are very close now because even if you are, so I like being in the spark, we have employees, so we're not huge, but Nicole and I still, my, the business, my business partner, Nicole and I in the spark, we want like our personal brands to still come through, even though we are an agency and we have other team members, we want the personal brand of who we are to come through on social media. And when we're at networking events, speaking opportunities, et cetera, we really believe in having the personal brand tied into the business brand. Right. And if you're starting up a business and you're taking the time to do it right and developing a mission statement, and mm-hmm. a vision and core values. That's I all. did that. Some guy helped me. <laughs> Some guy. No, Some guy. Justin helps me. So I've, I know the process. Yes. Right. And do you agree that uh, it all comes from you? I mean, the vision, the mission, the values all came from you and Nicole. Yes. You said these are the things that are important to us. Yes. So even if the as the business grows, if you turn into a 50 employee business, how you market yourself may change, but you're the core of who you are still going to be you, mm-hmm. right? Because you're the one that started the business. So would you say when you look at these big companies like Nike or uh, Facebook, they, they started small. And you, when you look at the founder of Nike, he had a mission and Facebook, he had a mission too. Yeah. So do you think they stay true as they grew or at that point it becomes mm, more like public my, share? My, vote, my vote's no on that. I one. would say, okay. yeah, Facebook, Google, no. Now, a company that did up until the death of the uh, founder stay true to a personal brand was Apple. Mm-hmm. But then they Apple lost it was after. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was Apple. What about even during the years that he was away from Apple? Uh, well, they drifted a bit. But when he came back yeah. in, I think it was 97, mm-hmm. right, right back to being about him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so think- a lot of you know his values and his vision, that was the company. Oh, I agree. I Interesting. agree. But I think <clears throat> since, he's, since he died, they've gone off the reservation. Yeah. I, quite I think any charismatic CEO, you could say a lot of their personal brand becomes the company's brand. Sure, I mean, look sure. at uh, Richard Branson and Virgin, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it depends. I mean, if companies, as they get larger, they get acquired or they get diversified and you start to lose some of that original kernel that was the person who founded it. Mm-hmm. But again, for a lot of small businesses, I think yeah, the, the, yeah, the personal far. brand of the, of the founder and owner is very, very close to what the company brand is. So let me ask this question to you. Do you try it when you're going through a branding session with somebody, do you always try to, to bring that personal brand in or is there a case where maybe, and I'm not asking you to name any names cause I know what this question is going to uh, elicit, but um, have you ever found somebody that's their personal part of their brand isn't, doesn't fit well with what they do. So it's kind of like, okay, well I got to <laughs> kind of circumvent this a little bit. That's a good question. Uh, that was a tough question. I apologize. I've seen some disrupt. I think that they're typically the ones that are called disruptors. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, like, I kind of am over the word disruptor. I, I, I was thinking more of somebody that just like has no personality. No. Oh. Everybody's, <laughs> got a, everybody's got a personality. Just some of them are more subtle than others. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Wow. Very um, positive spin on that, Justin. I'm, well, I'm you impressed. said everybody has a brand, whether they know it or not. Right. Right. And because it's how you're perceived. Mm-hmm. And what people think of when they hear your name or they see your logo, it does come from you. So yeah, it's your personality. It's your, you know, who you are. 
I, I branded you, Bill. And <laughs> but I got that better. So funny. <laughs> but I got better. Right, right. Um, picture like that thing with yeah, the cow. That's what I was yeah. thinking when with you said that. Skin grafting. It, it's it's much better now. Yeah, I'm better now. Yeah. But when I sat down with you and I and I presented that visual identity to you that had mm-hmm. your face, you know, your avatar. At first, you were like, mm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But now it's how people know you. Right? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So that visual identity is the visual trigger, the visual cue for what it's like to work with you. And that's why I felt that sort of smiling avatar of you was a perfect fit because I knew you well enough. Sure. And it's like, no, this is how you're presenting yourself. You know, very personal, very mm-hmm. not formal, you know, but in a very, <laughs> yeah, very friendly this thing way. From it. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean you're not professional. No, I didn't say that. Not formal and okay. professional, two different things. But no one would, who's ever worked with you would, would say, oh, Bill, what a stiff. Because that's not you. I guess you got to start wearing more suits, huh? Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. I, go ahead. I, I like where you're going with this because I think it's important for people to be out there. And even if it feels uncomfortable, like Bill was kind of like at first, mm, I don't know about this being my branding. You can't hide behind your company and let that be the brand. But there are not, people out there that want to do it. That's a problem. But I think mm-hmm. that the brands yeah. that have more personality to them mm-hmm. are the ones that connect with their core audience better and are more successful. That's my, I, I know. I would are. agree. And, and what we're, we've all been talking around for the last minute is authenticity. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. Uh, I, I was just thinking as you, as you were talking about my personal brand and even though I get the whole process, I, I've shared this with you offline and I'm going to help myself online now, <laughs> but I've, no, not that way smart. Like you just give me a look like I was doing something. No, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the big reveal here. No, no, no. I, I said, you know, I haven't always stayed true to the, my personal brand the way I am because mm. over the last, you know, when, when you're starting up a business, you, you try to be everything to everyone. And it's real easy, even though you know what your personal brand is after you've been through the whole branding thing, you lose that for a little while because you're interested in trying to be something for somebody else who might hire you. Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to be this for this person who will hire me so that I'll go there. And I, I think I've realized over the last year, as much as I love my brand, I haven't been true to it at some points because I, you know, when, when, the, when, when the end of the day comes, you got to try to you know, make yeah. money. So you're trying to figure out whatever way you can do it. And sometimes it's hard. I so that's what I meant by outing myself. Uh, no, I, I completely, <laughs> listen, I get it. And I use that exact same phrase in the most recent article that I wrote oh, I did, I about that my brand yeah. and the evolution that my own brand went through. So I guess I'll have to go back and read it now. I haven't had a chance. To yeah, no, I said, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I came out One brain. as, you know, uh, this is now part of my brand, you know, talking about the, the pirate side of me and incorporating that into my brand. But I went through that whole process and it took a year yeah. for me to come to terms with that and realize that if I'm going to be authentic, you know, because I am the company, right? If I'm going to be authentic to that, I have to incorporate this part of myself into my brand. Mine's a little bit more subtle than you. I know. <laughs> I understand. No I understand. <laughs> I'm, but, not, I'm not dressing up as a pirate, you know? But I think what, what my personal brand and my company brand was suffering from was a lack of authenticity. Sure. I was trying to be... I was trying to play it safe. I was trying to be attractive to everybody and it came off flat and bland. And just in the few weeks that I've, you know, outed myself, so to speak, (laughs) 
Uh, See, you're using and, my term now. I know, <laughs> and put myself out there. The, the feedback has been nothing but positive. And now I'm kicking myself going, I should have done this six months ago. But it was the right thing to do because now not only can I be more authentic to who I am and check that as my brand, but it's distinctive, Mm -hmm. right? I don't look like every other brand strategist and designer out there. Yeah. And that's good because if someone comes across you on social or your website and they see your brand and they're like, no, this guy's not for me. Fine. The relationship probably was never meant to be. Sure. Why as businesses do we think that every single client is meant to be for us? That's not the way you go through life with friends or relationships. I think it's because at the end of the day, we're looking to make sure we're we're staying profitable. And if you hit a a bump in the road or whatever it happens to be, then it's real easy to start losing losing your personal brand in an effort to make ends meet. (gasps) Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's what I can say for me. Yes. You know, it's real easy when I have a lean month to go, okay, let me try to be something to somebody else that I'm not really, or I don't even, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's as much of a switch of I'm not, I'm going to act like I'm not who I'm not as much as it's just like, let me try to be the person that I think that they want me to be. So it's easier said than done. Sure. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I agree. And we all have that FOMO like, oh, if I don't take this client Mm -hmm. on, I'm missing out on this huge opportunity. Yep. But if they're not ideal for you, it it is hard to say no to the wrong opportunities. But I think adhering to your personal brand, I know, adhering to your personal brand and sometimes even coming up with a mantra like, would a pirate work with this client? <laughs> <laughs> what would a pirate do? I don't know. Something that brings you back I, to your I, true If I said ideals. that, that would be right way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would a pirate do? No, I'm not a pirate. <laughs> yeah. I think in our agency, it's like, is this, is this customer, is this client, um, do they are they on board with our mission of doing good socially? Are they just, you know, here for a quick buck or are they really truly committed to providing something for their, their uh, clients and their customers? And that's what matters to us. For my brand, it's authenticity is at the heart of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm telling people I can help you discover your true brand. So when I'm telling them that I have to be able to speak that, you know, in a way that, is authentic to me. So I can say to them, Hey, look, I know exactly how you feel. Cause I went through the same process. Mm. Very true. And you know, it just, it fits right. You know, the oh, whole I, idea I of discovery. I absolutely love the way you taken the you, journey. Yeah. So gone as far as that is, I think it's exactly what you need to do. And trust me, without that amazing photo that I have been leveraging everywhere, <laughs> Man, I, I this would not have been for that. <laughs> nearly successful. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to give huge credit to you for making me look that good. We will put that in the show notes, by the way, if you have not seen Justin and his <laughs> That was such a fun photo to take. The, the, you know the interesting part about that? I'll give you a little secret while we're talking. We did that in his living room. Wow, really? That yep. photo was taken in the living room of his house. Yeah, black. that was a great picture. Yeah. It is a great so. picture. We'll put that in the show notes. All right. Because it, it visually, I think that really does capture it. It does. It yeah. really, that was the thing when I was thinking about this, because obviously I have known you forever. And mm. um, when I took those pictures, I, you had been doing you know, pirating for a couple of years, I think, at that uh, time. About 10 years at that point. Yeah. yeah. But I knew that was part of who you were. And one of the things in my back of my mind wasn't necessarily about your brand, but I wanted to make sure that what I did fit who you were as a pirate. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, you did a and, great job. So, I mean, sorry, just didn't mean to. No, it's it's been a huge, a huge part of getting the brand out there. Is, can, is, I, can I tell a little secret? What? When I saw you, um, 
<laughs> I get the opportunity to photograph the uh, cohort event where you showed that photo. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you, where you announced that you were a pirate, basically, and I was like a little schoolgirl when the, the picture came up on the screen, like. That's <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I just like, no, it because you hadn't told me you were going to use it. I didn't oh, care. Okay. Oh, okay, I didn't care. It was just the point of. Well, what was interesting is we at that event we had a two minute pitch. We were given yeah. the opportunity to use three slides, and I had met with a woman who was advising me on the yeah. pitch, and she really helped me tighten up the pitch. Did you show her the photo? I showed her the photo, and oh, she wow. said, "I said, so what do you think about for my slide deck?" She goes, "You really only need one slide." That's the slide right there, the pirate. See, yeah, that that changes everything when yeah. you can sum it up like that. Yeah. So she was very helpful, and and the photo was it's a huge part of the brand. <laughs> so Sorry, I, I just, we should probably get back to the topic. Well, of I know I pulled this way off track. I apologize, brand. but 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 that's a good point too. So you have new visuals to go with your brand. Yep. Beyond mm-hmm. that, almost using yourself as a case study, Justin. What, how else, once you outed yourself and, and came into your true authentic self with your brand, what else changed about the way you approached your blogging, your content, your approach to marketing? Did anything else shift? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, so you, you used part of your cohort, um, presentation as your branding for your website. Correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have to give huge kudos to, um, design catalyst program, which is a program of design by RI. Uh, because without that experience, I would have never been convinced to go ahead and pull the trigger on this. Sure. So out of that, I mean, we already had the pirate photos. That was something that was already sort of correct existed, Mm -hmm. but, and, and showing that photo to a few people, they're like, Oh my God, you absolutely have to like incorporate this. Mm -hmm. So that then became the catalyst for thinking about, I need to incorporate this. What else do I need to do? Well, I got to redo the website, right? Mm -hmm. And I've got to think differently about the way I'm writing my articles. I, I had, my article writing had completely dropped off. Like uh, when I first started the company, I thought I'm going to write an article every six weeks. And for a while I did that. And then it, right. So then I got together with you, Alicia and Nicole, and we talked about social media and we talked about content. And I, I remember you guys did this fantastic content calendar and everything. And it was completely intimidating to me. And Nicole finally just said, look, just write. Just keep writing. Write something once a week. Keep writing. Just write. So she boiled it down for me into something that I could actually grasp. See, that would absolutely petrify me because I hate writing. Yeah, but you know what? I hate it. I was able to, I was able to take some stuff that I had already written, yeah. right, and, and repurpose it. But And here's another element that came into it. So you and I both belong to BNI, BNI yeah. right? And every week at BNI, we have to stand up and give a 60 second mm-hmm. commercial about what we do. A lot of what stuff I've been writing has come directly from those 60 second commercials. Sure. So, so you're producing content without even knowing it really. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the podcasts, you know, every time we sit down and do a podcast, we have to write an outline for the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. More content. So here I was actually creating content. I just wasn't taking it and, formalizing it into articles that I could yeah, publish me, once a for week. For me, it would probably be more in a video form. Just That's just the way I work. That's yeah. right. Because I don't work well with writing paragraphs. Right. It's just, I'm, so I need the content writer. That's what there I was, There was the writing, but the style of writing changed. I mean, sure. you and Nicole both said, look, <laughs> you need, you, these need to have, these are too safe. You need to have a little bit more of an edge. And bringing the pirate in mm-hmm. to the brand, I felt... <laughs> 
I felt like I had permission to, okay, I can put a little bit more edge to this. Not that I suddenly turned into a jerk, but I was able to write a little bit more honestly and a little bit more freely. And I think it improved gotcha. a great deal. I think so. I, you know? I saw some of your recent blog posts. Yeah. So it's just a little, again, a little bit more authentic to who I am. So yeah, the, the imagery, the writing, redoing the whole website that the video that you helped oh, me shoot. Oh yeah, forget about the video. A huge piece, right? Mm -hmm. So again, that was my, that was my pitch mm -hmm. that night. Uh, at the Catalyst Showcase, yeah, that became the video. Sure. Right? And it's just sort of a culmination of things that have been going on the last year. You know, even just being on this podcast and getting more comfortable in talking about what I do and getting comfortable in, you know, expressing that in an authentic way, that helped as well. So there are a lot of things that kind of converged, I think, to make this rebrand possible. And the key, the whole key, though, at the center of it was authenticity. You know, if it wasn't authentic, don't include it. Right. So I think like in your gut, if you feel like you're holding back or if you feel like you're watering yourself down or you don't feel that the message you're putting out there, it's really comes down to your gut. Like, you know, really, if you aren't putting your enough of you out there, then you're missing authenticity. Agreed. Agreed. And I think the other thing that is necessary that helped me was having people, and we've talked, we've used this analogy before, other people who are outside the jar, right? Because I'm inside the jar, I can't see the label, but other people who are on the outside that can see things that I can't, who encourage me mm -hmm. to go ahead and, and take the risk and be more authentic. So you and Nicole, the people in the cohort, you, Bill, all these people that were saying no, I think this is authentic. I think this is true. Go ahead and do this. Because it is. It's a little bit um, intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I, I was concerned about if I do this, is it going to ring true? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be taken, you know, positively, right? And so far it has. So it, it wasn't easy to step out. No, not everybody has like a pirate side to them. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think a lot of the clients that I work with probably have a, you know, it comes out in a much more subtle way, but okay. there's still a, there's <laughs> so you don't have to have a secret like personality or something. Ego. Yeah. No, you don't have to have an alter ego, um, <laughs> but something authentic about, yeah, them. something authentic. Uh, you know, a lot of the clients I work with, there's something about them, some part of their personality that they're holding back. I agree. Um, I agree. I did, I did this, uh, what we're talking about today as a workshop. And one of the participants in the workshop, um, I can't really say what they do because I don't want to give it away. But after I talked to them about this, they, she said, you know, there's a part of me that's on the personal side that I incorporate in what I do, but I've never marketed it in an overt way. But now that I've heard you talk about, you know, your story and everything, I feel like I have the confidence to now bring this out in a more public way and incorporate this part of my life into my business because it's already there, mm -hmm. but I don't market it that way. And I, and she told me what it was. And I said, absolutely. I think you should do this because this part of you that you're bringing out 
and you're incorporating into your brand is going to be the differentiator between you and every other person that does what you do. Okay, so I, I, I've got a question. Oh, let me back. I'm leaning away from the mic here. Sorry. I've got a question now. As far as somebody that you're working through the process with them, right? Mm-hmm. And and you found their brand, their personal brand, and they and they look at it and go, "Yeah, I get what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't know what to do with. It. What's the steps you take them through once they've got to that personal brand and say, "Okay, how does that show forth in everything you do?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I don't want to, that yeah, sense? absolutely. That sense? Uh, these are the strategy sessions that I'll usually take a client through, and two elements to that: time and intentionality. So, I have some exercises, and Alicia can tell you about this because that's what I took her and Nicole through. Uh, took them through some exercises to help them see what are the things that they value, what are their dreams for the next five to ten years, and then. Why do they exist? What are they hoping to accomplish? And how do they want their customers and their clients to feel as a result of the service that they provide? So those are some of the keys that we hit on. Now, the personality just comes out as I'm working with the client. So I'm able to see things. You know, these are usually like 90 minutes or two hours long, and we'll do like two or three of these sessions. You spend that much time with somebody, you begin to see a little bit of their personality. And you ask questions. It's like, well, what do you do for fun? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so some of the stuff starts to come out. Okay. So then once it comes out and you've seen that in them, mm-hmm. how do you advise them to leverage that? So in other words, okay, you 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 had Spark Social, right? And you're you're going through the whole process, and you figured out where their personality was as far as their personal brand. Mm-hmm. How do you get them to the point where they can leverage that to for the business? Business, you know what I'm saying? Do you help them if they if they say, "Well, yeah, that's great, Justin, that you've told me that this is my person personal brand, but I don't know how to use this right to leverage." What what, what would you say to them? All right. Well, I want to tell a little story on Alicia. Then. Okay. All right. I'm just, so, I'm not trying to out anybody. I just, curious. no, 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 no. I, you can I, out me if you want. Okay. So, <laughs> Alicia's really a pirate. Um, wow. We got lots of pirates around here. So I'm we, feeling we, uncomfortable. All of a sudden. I don't know if this was like the first strategy session or the second strategy session, but we were working through an exercise and it was towards the end of the session. So we were all a little fatigued and I was, I was trying to get Alicia and Nicole to talk about, you know, what it is that they really want to do, right? Because they can talk about, well, we want to help people with their social media. It's like, yeah, but a lot of people do that, mm-hmm. right? So I wanted to get them to talk about their passion, what drives them. And I think this was because it was towards the end of the session and maybe Alicia was a little fatigued. She just blurted out at one point because we were trying to come up with like a unique value proposition and she blurted out, she goes, how about this one? We'll set your shit on fire. <laughs> now we all had a good laugh at that, right? Yeah. But in that is the essence of really what they want to do. So we, we took that and we were able to turn it into a statement that talked about the passion that they come when they, when they work with their clients, the, the passion that they bring when they work with their clients and why they feel about social media the way they do. So from that kind of flippant statement came the the kernel of what is really at the heart of their mission. Gotcha. Okay. So we printed it up, you know, I mean, you know, their mission statement is not, we'll set your shit on fire, but (laughs) that's the essence of it. So 
Can you say shit on a podcast? I just did twice. And I just said it once, so now we're... Yeah, we're, so yeah, we're... Alicia, out. you want to say it so that we can just get all three of us to have said it once? Oh, shit. There you go. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but... It was, I mean, I think like some people think that, well, this part of my personality doesn't really play into my brand or this isn't important. I'm not going to say it. I'm not. And you working with you to get this process done, you made us dump everything out onto paper. And we'd be like, no, that's stupid. And you'd be like, no, no, put it out there, put it on paper. We Mm -hmm. can always get rid of it. But until you put it out there, we don't know if it's good or not. And that was a great process. And, you know, I've listened to you talk about social media and trying to get your clients to connect with their audience in an authentic way. And I think part of that has to be accepting the unique parts of yourself Mm -hmm. and allowing that to be incorporated into your brand. Because the people that are listening to you, watching you, reading what you write, if they sense that you're that you're authentic, that you're a real person or you're a real company, they like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they that resonates, right? True. They want to be part of whatever it is you're doing because you're real. Yes. You know, you're not you don't it's not a facade. This is really who we are. And anybody that meets with you and Nicole for more than 10 minutes gets the whole spark social thing. It's like, wow, these, these ladies really they really do bring the spark. And so I recently told, so I have someone who on my staff who manages our social media and I did it like that because, you know, it was a time saver. So she's posting stuff and she's coming up with a commentary and we really didn't have a brand guide, but I just recently told her, let's not do that anymore. And cause what I saw was when Nicole and I were showing up being authentic and real to our, our message and staying true to, well, like your shit on fire type of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're here, we're showing up on lives, we're posting. It may not be what you want to hear, but it's what we have to say and what we believe in. And um, if this isn't for you, then you're not a customer for us. Mm. And so I told my social media um, team member who was posting for me, I said, don't, let's hold off, Alex. I said, we want more authentic stuff because we, we've we seen the difference since we've gotten out there on Facebook Lives and, and with these unique messages We've seen a difference in reaction, people being attracted to us um, as from a client, potential client standpoint, et cetera. I had an interesting experience recently just to kind of play off what you said. I had written uh, an article three years ago, right? Pretty much when I started my company. And I had to come up with something uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I went back and I found this article that I'd written three years ago. And I thought, let me repurpose this. So I, I tweaked a little bit but it's pretty much what it was three years ago. And I put it out there and the the heart of that article was about, um, these are all the mistakes I've made in my career and how they've defined me and how they've shaped me Mm -hmm. and what I've become as a result. And that article that probably came out like maybe two weeks ago has gotten more hits on it than almost anything else I've written. And I think the reason is people read that and go, this person's being real. They're talking about some big missteps that they've taken and what they've learned from it. And people connected with that. And I got a lot of comments. I got a lot of traction from that article, far more than I thought. You know, because I mean, I've written articles where I've 
you know, talked about my philosophy of design and talked about branding and I've critiqued things that I found that were bad. And, you know, they usually get, a, you know, a couple of people go, hey, you know, nice article. This one just like blew up. And I, I really think it had to do with the fact that I was just being real. I was being authentic, saying, all right, here's some of the knucklehead stuff I've done in my mm -hmm. career. Mm -hmm. And other people, I'm sure when they're reading, they're thinking like, yeah, I've done some of that stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I, that's what I was talking about before about the authenticity is that resonates with people, mm -hmm. you know? I think too, like, so you said there was a content calendar in place and stuff like that, but sometimes don't go by the content calendar. If you're feeling fired up, maybe don't publish or hit send at that point, <laughs> but get it out, get it out on paper, right. do a quick video, because if you're passionate at that moment, you're enthusiastic and you're really, you have something to say, get that content out, be authentic, be true to who you are. Yeah, I would mm -hmm. agree. Sure. I would agree. So how about summing it up? Good luck with that one. Summing it up. Well, <laughs> wow, I don't even feel like we got through half of it. There's no, so I much know. to talk about this when it comes to being authentic. This may be a, a two-parter, uh, my friend. Yeah, I, I had a lot of notes here, and I think we hit like maybe a tenth of it. I'm sorry. I think no, I, I, I think I kind of derailed this early on. With the I, I think it's such good stuff. I think it went where it needed to go. I mean, obviously, authenticity was part of what I wanted to talk about. And yeah. There was just a lot more to it than I than I thought. Sure. Um, so yeah, maybe we do make this a two-parter. I don't know. But to sum it up, I would say you think about your brand, your personal brand, your business brand. You need to think about it holistically. It's not just the logo, right? It's all of who you are. And the most important thing is you can't be afraid to bring all of you to the brand. Show up. Right. Mm -hmm. Show up. And the things that are unique about you can be the differentiator for you and for your business. And I would say, you know, take a risk and allow those things to be part of your brand. I mean, work with a professional, integrate them in a smart way. <laughs> and I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to say... Obviously, they need to talk to a professional. And yeah. if they're at the beginning stages trying to figure out, you know, what is my personal brand and they want to go through some of the exercises that you just talked about mm -hmm. and some of the steps, how would they contact you and how would uh, what would be the best way to, you know, start the process? Uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my website, which is justinkerdesign.com. There's a contact form there. You can reach me that way. You can reach me by email, Justin at Justin Kerr Design. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. So, well, thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you for showing up and being you. Yes. <laughs> thank you for being the mighty pirate. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I avoided it. I, just for the record, I avoided it. Just, you know what? Before, I have to, before we end the, the episode, uh, since you brought up R, um, a pirate's favorite joke, letter, of course, of the alphabet is R. R. But why do pirates have difficulty finishing the alphabet? Because they always get lost at sea. <laughs> I love jokes like that. And on I'm that getting, note, we'll uh, see you I'm getting later. a second feeling it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And until next time, see ya. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. 
And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.